are listening to Abilene Community Theater's Third Stage. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time of day you are listening to this. This is ACT's Third Stage Podcast. I'm Jed. I am one of your hosts. We're looking at just a couple of things this week. The first is the Abilene Artist Coalition's production of The Vagina Monologues happening February 23, 24, and 25 is, like I say, being produced by Abilene Artists Coalition and hosted by us here at Abilene Community Theater. Uh, This week, Sam and I sat down with two of the cast members of the Vagina Monologues, Sarah Bird and Kim Graham Talafuse. They talked about the show, about what it's about, why it's important, what it deals with, and, of course, how you can get tickets and when it plays. We also took a look at uh, Barefoot in the Park, which is the most recent ACT production, just closed this past weekend as of this recording. And uh, I want you to know that I, on the night of closing, I did record an interview with Barefoot in the Park stars Rankin Dean and Mary Hardigree, but that file did not survive. It was corrupted. Something happened to it. I was not able to retrieve it, and... We don't have it. So we moved on to plan B, which was uh, Sarah and Kim stuck around, talked with Sam and I about Barefoot in the Park and about the cast members and what we had enjoyed about the show. I passed on a couple of the little tidbits that Mary and Rankin had given me in the interview that did not survive. So without further ado, let's get into that conversation. All right, I'm Jed. I'm Sam. And we are Jed and Sam. And we are here also with Kim and Sarah. Hello. I'm Kim, she's Sarah. They're Kim and Sarah. Sarah's not going to last long, and I can already see that Sarah is not going <laughs> to last No. Not without laughing. This is the new episode of ACT's Third Stage. Uh, this is the second episode, so thank you all for listening with us tonight. This is great. We're recording up here at ACT. Now it's a rainy night. Yes. I like This is my favorite kind of weather in the world. Mm. This kind of, it's oh, very yeah. relaxing. I love it. I love it. But, yes, we're in here where it's warm and dry, and we have with us, as I said, Kim and Sarah. Why are Kim and Sarah with us? Because they are cast members of Abilene Artist Coalition's production of The Vagina Monologues, which will be opening... This weekend. February 23rd and 25th, 7.30 p.m. Yes. So, yep. Up here in... Well, 24th as well. 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Yeah, yeah. 23rd through February 25th. Yeah. yeah. And last year, they put it on in the ACT2 black box next door, but this year they will be on the main stage. Yes. Yes. Highly exciting. Lots of interest this year. Yeah. Well, for apparently for after last year... Yeah, we were... You drummed uh, up a lot of interest. We were sold out every night. There was standing room only. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this year they decided, since last year's had generated so much interest and everything else, we were going to... Fantastic. ...be able to be on the main stage. I've That's noticed a cool. lot of buzz on Facebook on this one, so I'm really excited to see this. And yeah. I know a lot of people are excited to see it, too. Yeah. And the great thing about this is 100% of the proceeds of this production are going to the NOAA Project... Yes. And the Regional Victims Crisis Center. So, fantastic causes. Great causes. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Really and the other great thing about being able to be on the main stage is 
it's been able to double our fundraising abilities. Fantastic. Oh, because you've got more room. Lots to, more room. Yeah. yeah. To more sell seating. tickets, more seating. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they've already been getting calls. I mean, yeah, she, it's really, the buzz yeah. is big this year. She said she's had people calling from Midland and San Angelo as well. Oh, wow. Fantastic. I guess in the region, yeah, we may be the only production of it for, because this show is produced around this time every year as part of V Week. Mm-hmm. Can you... Can either of you tell us anything about V-Week as a whole and about the vagina monologues specifically? And what is this all about? Well, um, Eve Insler, who's the person who wrote um, the monologues themselves, mm-hmm. uh, she had gone around and interviewed women about their stories and wrote all of the monologues and gives the rights for the month of February to be produced as long as 100% of the proceeds do go to charity. So Specifically charity that deal with women's issues. With, yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So things like the NOAA Project and the Regional Victim Crisis Center that do help out women who are going through struggles and hard times. Um, so as long as proceeds go towards helping women, you don't have to pay any royalties or rights to get the scripts for the monologues that's a really good setup Mm -hmm. because it gets the word out about the show and goes to fantastic causes oh yes the victims are also you know a lot of times forgotten about this is a way to reach out to them this is a great way to reach out to them and the great thing about her interviews is she interviewed women of all ages all races all sexualities and touches on some really funny issues that women go through but also some really serious issues that women go through oh yeah and Every time you say vagina monologues, the first thing people think that it's a man bashing show. It is not a man bashing right. show. It's no, a it's women not empowering it's show. Very, you know, very powerful. It's very powerful. Say. And um, she cast, is there 24 or 25 of us? 25. 25 women this year. Of, wow. That's yes. much larger than the cast you had last year. <laughs> I think there was only 17 last year. Right. And so. Uh, this year, she said there was such an amazing amount of talent. Uh, there were some monologues where last year she only had one woman doing it. This year, she has like five women doing one monologue, and she split it up into different yes. parts mm-hmm. um, just so she could have such the amazing level of talent that we have. Sure. So she could bring more people and, into the cast. And there's exactly. a spotlight piece this year that me and Sarah are in together mm-hmm. that um, it's brand new. It's never been performed before oh fantastic so and it's it's wonderful oh it's, but that's exciting it is it's yeah. a powerful it piece it it really is it's yeah. and it's it's a wonderful chance that we're able to do it this year and i'm i'm so glad that it's been brought on as the new piece and i'm glad that we have the chance I to do too. it there's four <laughs> of us in the I call it the quadrilogue. It's not a monologue. It's a quadrilogue. It's, <laughs> there's the I four of us. There's not one woman talking. You know, there's four of us. And um, we're all different ages, all different body types, race. It's just neat because we're all so different, but it fits together so well. Oh, yeah. And it's it's definitely a very powerful piece, and people are going to love it. It's, <laughs> I hope they love it's it as exciting. much as we do. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they will. It sounds uh, really intriguing. Everyone yeah. who's heard it has just said that they've gotten chills from the moment we've started talking to the moment it ended. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I'm very excited for people to be able to hear it. Nice. 
Is this going to be like in the middle of the show? Is it the, do they open it up with it or is it going to be the closer? Like what's it's, it? um, it's fourth to last, so it's oh, okay. kind of like right there in the middle, but um, whenever they do the intro, they do say like this is the spotlight piece um, because it is the new one that has been added. Oh, good deal. So it's like a build-up. It is, yeah. and it's very a very timely piece too with everything that's going on in the news. and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the lines you just go, whoa. So then, does it mean, does Eve Insler will just every now and then write some new, I guess, as to, to keep the show current, she will write some new monologues and mm-hmm. put them in? Is that. Um, I, I do believe she tries to add a new one every year. Oh. Um, I'm not sure if she actually does add a new one every year, but I do know she does try um, to, like, um, like you were saying, keep it current, keep right. it fresh. Um, so that way it's not the same show every time. Um, because if, if there are towns that do this show year after year after year, then you have people who are like, oh, I saw it last year. I don't want to go again because it's the exact same thing. But if you know you add new monologues and new pieces, sure. then it does become a different show. It does mm-hmm. become something that does change. And, and there's also the causes that go behind exactly. it, too. So even if you are going to see... It may not be the same people every time. It may not be right. right, and you're still helping out. So exactly. you may see the same monologue, but it might be a different actor, exactly, with a different, different voice, and a different you. background, and different so, interpretation completely. Exactly. So that's the beauty of it. It's like watching your favorite show over and over again. That's what I actor. enjoy seeing is how <laughs> right. yeah. different actors do it different ways. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and and this like I I was in the show last year, and watching the girl do the piece that I did last oh. year is already is just so very really? different and <laughs> so watching her take on the piece that I did last year I'm like well you're already doing it better than I did exactly and like I, I'm sitting here thinking well you're you're making it look like so much better and she's like well I thought you did amazing last yeah. year and so it's just because it, it is a different take and because people who come from the different walks of life and who do have different experiences are able to bring something different to the table. Exactly. I bet that mutual respect between that much cast members is amazing. I've it, never oh, been in a cast yes. that big, so to have... No, I haven't either. To be able to experience <laughs> that amount of respect and mutual like camaraderie within 24 yeah. people, that just must be incredible. Oh, and so. yes. It is astounding because I did it back in the 2000s, early 2000s with um, Gavin. That's where I met her. And Mm. um, Gavin, she's the director, director. and we we acted in it together. Mm. And um, it's because some of the monologues that were there when I was there are still there, but the total interpretation is different from the actors we used back then. I love it. That's my favorite thing to see is how everybody does a different take on it. Yeah. And this year she's also having a writers workshop the Sunday. After the show closes. Oh, right. Because I think I believe next year we're going to try to do original. Oh, really? From so it's going to be like a little workshop where everybody gets together and That's toss ideas. That's a really cool idea. Nice. Yeah. Everyone, uh, it, it's going to be kind of a way to create your own monologue and be able to write your own piece. And Gavin's going to try and save all the monologues oh, so nice. we can do a local monologue version of the oh, I see. monologues. Oh, cool idea. Isn't that awesome? I'm so idea. excited. Really I know y'all cool can't idea. see me on here doing my little really booty <laughs> dance, but I'm excited. Kim's doing a great booty dance. Right <laughs> I'll just, for, for those of you at home, I will just I'll take our word that it was a fantastic dance. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that is fantastic to bring, to bring it back local. 
yeah. That's mm-hmm. really fantastic. So it's like a giant brainstorming uh, session. When is that again? Like, uh, that, that's going to be the uh, day after the show closes. The 26th. The 26th. Okay. Yes. Is, do they have a time in mind yet? Or is everybody invited? Uh, like who all is, uh, I, I believe is it's the cast? On or? The, Facebook events. I'll have to look to see the exact time. I don't know if the time is it on that. We can we can, we can cut this part out in post. Yes. <laughs> what time is it? Then we'll cut to well. It's at and the art show starts tomorrow too mm-hmm. with the um, women's oh. art over at uh, Art Crush Abilene on Willis North Willis. And how long is that running? Is it it's going to be there week? for a month. For a month. Oh, okay. And oh, there, okay. I went by today to drop off some more work, um, some collage work, and um, wow. Oh, you wouldn't believe this. Oh, it's fantastic. Nice. I mean, I said, well, if y'all need any more pieces, I can bring some more stuff up here. And they said they're full. They have no more wall space left. <laughs> Unbelievable. And it's a huge place. Another standing room. Where is that again? Um, it's at um, Pedro Rivera, who runs Art Crush Abilene mm-hmm. on North Willis. North Willis. North Willis. All right, you've got some the timeline here of few week events. Yes. We do. Yeah, the monologues are the 23rd through the 25th, and then 26th is the writing workshop at 3 p.m., and that's going to be at the Black Box Theater. Mm-hmm. ACT2, ACT2, next, right next to us here in the main theater. 809 Barrow Street. Yes. For all you Google Maps users or <laughs> whatever map program you're using. Right. And then how much are tickets to Vagina Monologues? Fifteen. Fifteen. $15. $15. Yes. $15. You can and it's, call 673-6271 for tickets. Yes. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And it's worth it. I, I, I know a lot of people blanch when you say $15. But first off, it's going to a great cause. Yeah. Second, you're going to be entertained. And you're going to laugh and you're going to cry. And you're going to take a lot of these monologues home with you and still think of them when you leave. Mm-hmm. You're going to laugh and cry within minutes of each other. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an amazing show. I cannot oh, wait to watch that. Yeah, I am looking forward to seeing it. Mm-hmm. it. It truly is powerful. Mm-hmm. Like if if you can only use one word to describe it, it's powerful. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it. How many first time actors are in this one? Are there a lot of first timers or a lot of veterans? Um, mix of both. Really? It, it really is a very good mix of both. I do know. Um, you, even one of the girls I was talking with her on Friday, she had never even seen the ACT main stage before. Really. So, like she's never been in our building or anything. No. Wow. So this is going Brand to be, yeah. yeah, this is going to be a really good, you know, experience to. We always like getting new people out here. That's fantastic Absolutely. to hear. Exactly. So if you have not been out yet, please come out to try yeah. out for future shows and definitely come see this one. And there's been some great shows this year. Oh, yes. Yes, we just recently finished up Barefoot in the Park. We closed that up. Yeah, that that clo- as of this recording, it closed. Last night, mm-hmm. which was yeah, it was a good show. It was, it was, a, it was a fantastic a show, hysterical, a, a great period piece. And we actually talked to the director and one of the cast members on the last episode. Yep, yep, so yep. to see him on stage in his character, Scott Miller. <laughs> uh, oh, he was hysterical. Oh, yeah. hilarious! Scott Miller, who played uh, Victor Valesco, the upstairs neighbor, was he? Polish was he supposed to be, or I think he was a he, some, he some, couldn't decide who he wanted to be. And that's some what was anonymous great. Eastern <laughs> he was very European. eccentric. Yes, yeah. very yeah. eccentric is a fantastic word. Oh, yes. Blue beard of Forty Eighth Street. <laughs> yes. At first, they weren't sure if that if he was just rich or he actually had a blue beard. Right. <laughs> it was. And they captured the sixties perfectly. Oh yeah. The costumes were just oh yeah. Great. Let's just shout out to Marlo Wetzel, who's yes. a friend of all of ours, yes. who uh, did the costuming for the show. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. she, was, she went above and beyond. It really did. took you back in time. It oh, was yeah. great. And it was like, 
Uh, Jen Burns is, I think, another one we can talk about. Who is This is her third show with ACT. She's astounding. You worked with and her in her first show with ACT, did. didn't you, I did, and she's also in the Vagina Monologues. She is, is uh, Jen no, is in the Vagina Monologues. She was uh, in, um, she was in the Pazinski family <laughs> plays uh, Over the Tavern and... King of the Moon. Mm-hmm. Both good shows. Kim, you were in Over the Tavern. I oh, was. Those were two of my favorites. I was the main nun. You were Sister Clarissa. I was Clarissa. Jen was talking about how she, uh, I think she said it in the paper when, when they came up to interview about Barefoot in the Park, about how every show I've done at ACT, I'm playing some middle-aged mother. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about how Mrs. Pazinski and... Uh, Miss, what is Mrs. Banks? In but they Banks. were totally different. So totally different characters. Totally different. And she just... Uh, Knocks it out of the park. She knocks it out of the park. She did so good. I didn't get to see her as Pazinski, but I did get to see her last night, and she played that part fantastically. Oh, my gosh. It was was so funny. Hilarious to watch, and just the the change of her character from act (laughs) two and act... Oh, it was hilarious. She just had such a way of delivering lines. The the one that always stuck uh, stuck with me is when... Act one, she comes in, there's no furniture in the apartment, and she's looking in the bedroom, and they're talking about how the the bed is is crammed into this little closet they're using as a bedroom. And it's like, well, we have to, you know, roll over in unison. We have to roll over it to get to the closet. And Jen just goes, well, that's a good idea. <laughs> she just, the perfect blend of sarcasm and... and I'm sincere, honestly. Yeah, so yeah. Just the delivery of that line was Even so the, perfect. Even the non-vocal ones when she goes to pop the kanichi in her mouth and put me and throws it over there. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Completely... Yeah, Jen is oh, incredible. It was great. And then... Uh, Mary and Rankin both as Paul and Corey. Cute yes. couple. Oh Just their on You want to talk chemistry. about chemistry? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Chemistry was fantastic. Uh, it was just like exuding from both of them. I told them that when I saw when when Mike Stevens, the director, first posted his cast list of who was going to be, and I saw their names at the top, and I was like, "Yep, perfect." Oh. It was yeah. It was like this is. I mean, from the time you see them on the first two minutes, they're on stage together. Oh. Rankin's good to work with. He was an inspecting girl. That's true. He, Both myself and Ken yes. and Sarah we all, all worked with Rankin Carol. in his first show, uh, past December, was mm-hmm. inspecting Carol. We all yeah. worked with him in that. He was so animated on stage. Yeah. I mean, just he, he really was. Yeah, he just really took it. Yeah, he so, was so good. Even balancing on the window ledge, completely animated. <laughs> so good. He's, and he's I, able to just take everything in stride and just I mean, roll with it. Literally two-dimensional and still that balanced. It was incredible. So I, I was telling him, I talked to him a little bit about this too, that um, I was so impressed at the end of Act 2 when he comes in and Paul is drunk. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed with the way that he played drunk because yes. so many times I have seen in film and on plays and everything, everyone plays this wild exaggeration of drunk where they're just stumbling all over everything. I bought it. I'm it was so a very drunk. focused drunk. Yeah, but he very was... Very focused drunk. He, and, and yeah, it's wildly unbelievable when I see this. Oh, but when I saw him, it was like, the, I have seen and been that guy. You know, mm-hmm. like that that's real. And then what's more impressive is that I was telling him this and he was telling me that... that uh, he was really. That was one of the one things he was most worried about portraying correctly because he does not have much experience in his life with alcohol, about being drunk no, himself drink. or with mm-hmm. with being around people who drink or anything mm-hmm. like that. So he really so be able to take did that. not have an idea. Of, but he he, I was like, man, you knocked picked up that it was so great. great. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was. It was really funny, and it was not this wild exaggeration that looks 
dumb and unbelievable. Yeah, it, was, it was very believable. It was perfect. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Even stuff. Casey's non-vocal delivery guy <laughs> in the first five seconds. Oh I mean, my just gosh. the Casey struggle was. of seeing this character get up the stairs and he just played it beautifully and then the Hail Mary he goes laughs every every night it was a huge response just and no lines whatsoever except I think he had like one and it was getting her to sign for it yeah it was all non-vocal like (gasps) yeah (laughs) because he's so tired and stuff but he was so funny another animated you know character and Casey's been with ACT for years years yeah Yeah. he's been a veteran of a lot of shows I think Mm -hmm. he was in um Actually, I was in a show with him. The first show I was in here, I was uh, with him in it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that the one ladies. where you played the woman? Yes. <laughs> what show is this? I, this is not a show that I was around for. This oh is before my, my time. Me and drag on stage for some reason. <laughs> this is the first time I noticed Sam as an actor. He was so good. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> and then... Oh, my gosh. We talked about the rest of the <laughs> cast. That was so such a well, long time ago. Might as well talk about Ron Pope, who played the yes. uh, Harry Pepper of the... AT&T employee. Yes, the telephone times. delivery guy. <laughs> I'm trying to do that. Who he was, was a, also he's he he was crew for Inspecting Carol, but he was also in Deadwood Dick with yes with me Sarah here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So this is his, his second time actually on our stage, and he, oh, yeah. again and and was he, really, he was he was the valiant hero in Deadwood Dick and yes played that role marvelously. Which that show was a lot of fun. Oh that show my was gosh, <laughs> I, that was yeah. My, my, my daughter's ages five and four. They loved the, it, didn't they? Well, when they found out, because they have no concept, the concept of what a melodrama is, but when they found out that, okay, this is the bad guy, you can throw popcorn at him. <laughs> and then when Tony got up you know, during first intermission to sing Tom Lehrer's Poisoning Pigeons in the Park. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. Dude, I it wish was, I'd been there to it see was that. Amazing. Like it the first, was amazing. The first few key stars, oh like, gosh. is he singing? He's he is, <laughs> and I'm up here in the light booth singing like poisoning pigeons in the park. Man, I heard that song on a Doctor like, Demento CD yes. like ten years ago, uh-huh. and I fell in love with this hysterical. But Tony and I sit there, and I, I count corner later. Like, of course you sang a Tom Lehrer song. Of course you did. <laughs> but my my girls were down there in the aisle, like right up there, just picking up trash and chucking it at him, and it, picking it back up, throwing it again. It's like, oh my gosh! Oh yeah, they it came hilarious. to see us in inspecting Carol after that. And my wife had to explain, like, no, honey, no, you, you can't, can't throw, throw anything. Stuff at this show, this <laughs> show is different. different. You don't get to just throw stuff. Yep. <laughs> and see, the the cleanup was tedious <laughs> oh, <yes>. every night, <laughs> but it was so worth it because the audience had so much fun. Like that that first night, the audience was kind of yeah a little bit hesitant to throw right. stuff and get involved, but. After but that, after that, you know, like there was people booing and yeah. throwing oh stuff God. and oh, cheering and. If people want to look, if you go uh, to the website abilenecommunitytheater.org, currently the photo on the front of the page is from Deadwood Dick, and you can see the stage just littered with debris. <laughs> oh been, yeah, it's like a Rocky Horror Picture that's Show. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes, we've picked up toast off of many floors. Not oh, gosh, hot dogs. And hot dogs. <laughs> and cards. Yeah, we did not have people throwing hot dogs. Thank the... goodness. You don't want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dick, no, no. But oh, no. You don't want that to haunt your dreams. Yeah. O- only popcorn and, and bits of paper. paper. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Much easier cleanup. <laughs> so, now that Barefoot in the Park is closed, that means uh, just entering production is our next show. They're just going into rehearsals now. Is The Complete Works of William Shakespeare Abridged which is going to be, um, it's three guys. 
Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see this. Oh gosh, and the cast is phenomenal. It's Keith May, Josh Cook, who again was in Inspecting Carol. Inspecting Carol. Yes. And Daryl Vinson, who is also the director, and they I've worked with all three of those guys, the and they're th- great. The three of them are basically going to collectively, in a mix of, I think there's touches of improv theater and touches of scripted work, where they're basically going to go through a weird mishmashes of all of Shakespeare's works. Uh, Abridged versions and some versions where different plays are mashed together. It's kind of like um, the, the description we've been having on the website and other places is that if you mash Shakespeare with greater tuna because that's a pretty apt description. So yeah. I highly yeah. recommend it as a teacher send all the teenagers to watch it so they can get their jest of Shakespeare. That opens up on March 30th <laughs> and it runs uh, through April 8th in 2017. Yes. Daryl Vinson is directing that one. I and acting. That. Yes, and acting too. And acting, which will be quite a feat, but... And I said the correct it. name this time. I screwed up last time. Yes, yeah. Ginger <laughs> <Vincent>. <laughs> Ginger. I got my Vincent straight this time. Right. So let that be on the record that I actually did it correctly this time. Yes. <laughs> Daryl Vinson. Oh my gosh. But uh, yeah, that'll be our next show and then, or the next uh, show in the main ACT season. But this weekend, this weekend, the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, the Vagina Monologues, presented by Abilene Artist Coalition and then hosted by us here at ACT, who, um, yeah. Again, tickets are $15. It's going to a great cause, the NOAA Project and the Regional Victims Crisis Center. Mm-hmm. So please, come out uh, see the show it's a good cause and these women have worked really really hard I would not recommend bringing children yeah because though. it's it does have some strong language yes, it's strong it's, language the, the, there's light material things. that is still still adult oriented mm-hmm. and also so it goes to some dark places as well because yeah, it's, it's dealing a, with all kinds of Issues that women face, some very funny and some, and then some very... And some that can be triggering. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. There there will be be an announcement that it can be a trigger for some people. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely, because it will deal with... Because those are the realities that women in this society face. Mm -hmm. So it's worth talking about, but it can also be... Very triggering for people who have had to fight it. So, but it does make you laugh too. Yes, it's, it's, we're going to lighten the mood it's, just a little. It is, it is yes. a mixture of, of the two. It's not just going to be all darkness the entire mm-hmm. show or anything. Right. Of course. But and like we said, you can call the box office six seven three six two seven one between the hours of one and five p.m. to get tickets, and you can try to come the night of and get tickets at the box office. But we would recommend calling it ahead to reserve tickets because like I said in ACT2 last year it was standing room only mm, sold out and the buzz this year has been big so if you yeah, are interested in seeing this we would definitely recommend the show is definitely going to be intense enough without any fights at the box office right yes get your definitely tickets ahead of time and once <laughs> no the show starts it, it, go, it moves really fast and there's not an intermission mm-hmm. yeah there's not there's how long not. does it usually run what would you say, about an hour and a half? Hour and 45? Mm, something around that. So like a real taut hour and a half, hour and 45? Mainly, if, I think if there was an intermission, it would... Throw kinda, off the pacing. It would, you know? it would throw off yeah. the pacing and the, the, the build-up. The intensity. Because Especially if you're going for the major piece, like you're rising action, then you've, you've got your climax right there in the center. You don't want to... You know, there, there really is no spot for an intermission. No. Just really? because right. of the way the layout is with the monologues. If you were to try and cram an intermission in there, it really would throw off the pacing and it would throw off, like you said, the build-up the momentum. all. Sure. Because it, it does have that kind of momentum where you just kind of have to keep the ball rolling because one monologue will play off of the next one. Mm-hmm. 
and it just has to kind of once you're going you just keep going mm-hmm. and it'll be you know where one monologue has you rolling on the ground laughing the next one has you rolling on the ground in, crying yeah in tears <laughs> yeah because it it's just so mm-hmm. hard hitting and come see the show you will feel oh. everything <laughs> feel all the feels everything yeah all and the feels. 25 ladies from the big country are in it so i'm sure you're gonna know somebody right oh. mm-hmm. or at least know somebody who knows somebody i'm excited to see it i i am amazed that that many people are involved in a show that's incredible oh yeah, yeah. E- so, yeah even just like meeting the cast i've had like co-workers who were like oh well how do you know this person mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, I've known them <laughs> since high school, and I've known them through this. And I saw that on Facebook, too. I'm noticing like people are talking to each other uh-huh. who I didn't think knew each other. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. You know that, what? And ex- exactly. And it's, it, it's bringing people together. And so it's... It's a great thing to see. It, exactly. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very good thing to see, and it's making all of these connections. And so it's, it's very good that it's going to get people involved. And, and I do believe that and I, I do know even the director, Gavin, has said before she does think every woman should see this show for sure because it is something that does deal so much with things with women. I think it humanizes some of these problems that it you does. don't always exactly. get to see. And, and to see local women talking about it, I think is going to hit home even well, more. I'm, I'm, for, for that yeah. reason, you talk about the humanizing the things. I kind of feel like for that same reason that men should exactly. see the yes. show. Exactly. <laughs> that, exactly. That, that's the next point. These are things that we, yes, that we don't have to struggle with and thus our society, our male-dominated society, tends to ignore, be passive, ignore and joke exactly. out. Do you don't want to admit passive. that maybe somebody you knew or somebody you heard somebody that did the... I mean, it just... Yeah. You know. It gets it out in the open. Yeah. Exactly. It's no exactly. longer it's closed doors. Like, like so. for sure, every woman should see this, but men, for sure, do need to see it so they can understand what it's like to like know someone who just goes for us through to this. see i'm sorry i'm interrupting oh no 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 no, no 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 you that's... are good <laughs> interesting enough there are three um sets of mothers and daughters in the show oh that's true gloria ramirez and her daughter are in the yes show. And, and um then... we've got ron and kayla yeah and then kendra and, and pam. pam kendra and pam that's true so that's that's kind of an interesting <laughs> little fact that is fun very nice actually Thank you guys for joining us today. Thank Thanks you for so having much. us. Kim yes. Graham Talafuse and Sarah. <laughs> yes. Why did your last name escape me for a second? Bird. I've been in a show with you before. Oh, I'm say. oh my gosh. Sarah Bird. I've been Thank in shows so with much. Sarah <laughs> and her mother. Yes. Not the same show, but. Two different shows. Two, two different, different shows. shows with Sarah and then one with her mother. I thought I thought at first maybe you were just using one name because like Sarah just now has one name. Like, no, I messed it up. Like last <laughs> episode two when I couldn't remember Shay's last name. Madonna or something. <laughs> Sarah, she's just Sarah. Starry. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being with us today. Yes, of course. Please check out the vagina log- monologues. They are fantastic. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Good Thank night. you for listening. <laughs> Where's the stop button?